I am recording. Good to go. Testing one, Test, two, three, four. Test. I'm perfect. I'm readjust here. Testing one, two. <coughs> Excuse me. Was my uh, was my picture enough for you guys to appreciate where you live this morning? A hundred percent. I was in shorts and a t-shirt today. Yeah. Can't, well, yeah, but you know what, dude? I mean, look, it was 21 below on the way to work. However, I would think I would almost take that over those nasty spiders that you were sending pictures of. How gross are those? So those are normal too, man, and they're not poisonous, but they're about the size of a of a kid's hand when they're outstretched. Mike, do you remember we were sitting on the uh, the porch? Justin was still sleeping. It was me and Mike mm-hmm. time yeah, having coffee good. and 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 because uh, uh, Mike and I are both early early risers, like early early risers. And uh, this nasty spider was. <laughs> Anyways, anyway, I still I, I still have therapy I, from that. I saw that, and I says, if my wife wants to move down south, that would be a game changer. If she saw that, there's just no way. That's that's why we love our frogs and lizards down here because they yeah. they eat all that stuff. So absolutely, we're ready for our. Li- We've seen some lizards already, but the frogs haven't come back yet. So would a would a frog eat that big old spider? Yeah, well, the big bullfrogs will. They will. Yeah. Oh, dude, I'm just getting a heebie-jeebie. And some of, and some of our bigger lizards last year, uh, real quick before, before we jump in, last year we got a lizard in our, you know, we have that like Florida room, like the, the sunroom, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. and the lizard got in there and I tried to grab him and he latched onto my thumb and Riley really? got to, oh, he wouldn't let go. Riley got to laughing so hard that she was like laying in the floor because this lizard's just, and I'm just <laughs> shaking him. And it doesn't hurt. They don't have teeth, you know. Right, I'm just right. shaking him. I finally had to pry his mouth off and, and put him outside. We don't kill him because we, we love him, you know. They take right, care of mosquitoes yeah. around here, so. That's part of living in the South, man. We got a swamp. <laughs> we got a gator. It lives right out back. So, banana spiders and all kinds of. We good got stuff. all that good stuff. All that fun all right. stuff. All right. Well, I'll just come visit you in the winter time. Yeah, I like that. I can be your. I can be your winter home. You can be. You can be my, tonight, guys. You can be my snowbird. Absolutely. I'm excited. I I, I can be your what, Justin? Snowbird. Absolutely. That's a uh, yeah. I mean, I I love that. Like like I said, her uh, we got her uncle uh, bought that property down in uh, Myrtle Beach, and we might just uh, have to go check that place out. I like it. This is guys. I'm really excited about tonight's topic. It's something that I know nothing about because Jason's been keeping a tight lip about it, and we're going to be talking about. Eh, we'll talk about it later. We'll talk about it in three, two, one. Round one is over. <laughs> Parents won. Kids sip. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing, that we all started by a month. Can we just become best friends? Yep. Gentlemen, start your engines. To infinity and beyond. There's a touch of madness around here. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Disney Dads Podcast, the show that's a little about us, a lot about Disney. It's February the 28th, 2019, and I am so happy to be across from my two brothers here to talk everything Disney tonight and everything with our Disney family. Guys, how are you? How are you guys doing? I haven't talked to you a lot today. I talked to you a little bit, but not too much. How are you guys doing? Busy. I am absolutely busy. I'm going to steal that from you, Mike. I, w- I was waiting. Okay. Notice I paused, and I was yeah. waiting for Mike to just, good. just to start take that breath, and I was like, I'm going to jump right in here. I like that. Um, I knew it. Hey, guys, but you know what? I'm really, really glad to be here tonight with you. It's been um, it's been one of those days, and then I got the flat tire sitting outside right now, so I'm going to go work on that after um, after <laughs> after we get done recording here. Hopefully, I can get that back up and running. So I'm happy to take a break and talk Disney with you guys. 
Nothing's worse than a flat tire. I can't tell you how many times I've been laying in bed with Laura. And she'd say, you know, by the way, my tire pressure light's on at 11 <laughs> o'clock at night. Right. And I'm like, well, it's not going to fill itself up by itself. Right. So not 1 o'clock in the morning, I'm outside changing a flat tire because, you know, oh, yeah, I forgot to tell you. So I, yeah. I don't know how you're going to let it sit overnight. I, that's, I'm not the kind of person this, that can do that. This but, is uh, where, I'll say this is where you two are different. You two are different than me. No, I I wouldn't have done anything. I would have pulled out that nice, bright, white AAA card, and I would have called and said, my, my tire's flat. Give change. And I can change the tire. Like we, when Katie's tire blew when I was taking Riley mm-hmm. to school the one time, it was sprinkling outside. You think I'm going to get on the ground and sprinkles? <laughs> no, 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 no. Just come tow it, take it to the dealership, and let's get this thing fixed. Well, the thing is, you did pay for that, though. I mean, that is a service that you have. Yeah, that would be That it. would be like yeah. going to a restaurant and cooking your own food. It, it's nonsense. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. So I, under, I understand completely. No, I have uh, I have the stuff ready to go, so I'll um, I'll get on the ground with the snow. And, you guys uh, are so much more manly than I am, though. Have fun with it tonight. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't dispute that at all. <laughs> Considering you took four baths today. Uh, actually, I think two, and uh, you know you got to get the hair product out somehow. So what do you do? Oh, I do. Before we get in the show, guys, you see what I got in the mail oh, today? Oh, look at that, man! Yeah, Rocking it. Yeah. Ooh, you know, you know those one, guys. The other one was smaller. I like that teal too. Rach is like, I really like teal on you. So that's teal. I wore that tonight with the, um, we had the, uh, it was like a literature thing at, at school where, you know, it's like pizza and, you know, you have book raffles and uh, they had a puppet show. And, nice. you know, I mean, and, and, oh, it was an art. I got to see the kids' artwork that yeah. they've done. Cool. So, and I went ahead and wore it then. So, yeah, it was, it was an interesting night. It was a good night. So, I'm, yeah. uh, I'm, I'm happy to wind it down. And it doesn't come across on uh, audio, I guess, too. Jason's wearing the, DD, the Disney Dads podcast shirt. So, uh, with our logo, it looks, looks great, man. It looks good on you. Can, I suppose I should have. That's okay. We got we it. It's all good. We just <laughs> assume that we just assume all of our Disney family's super smart and uh, all knows what we're talking about. Well, they are though. They are super smart, and, and I'm very intimidated when I'm around these guys. You know, I get those random texts like today. Um, Shannon sent me a random text, McPherson, and uh, he was showing me his um, his his uh, yard that he's working on, and you know, he's just. One of these guys that, you know, I mean, he's a business owner. He's super smart, you know, uh, super into the family. I mean, what a really, really nice guy. And I'm sitting here going, man, show me pictures when you're done, but please don't ask to see my work. <laughs> yeah. You know no. what I mean? It's kind of like. 100%. Like, yeah, just don't, don't ask for mine yet. Not yet. Let me let me learn from you first. But no, I love our Disney family. They're great. Man, that was a rabbit hole right off the bat. Yeah, the that's first what we two do. Minutes. That's what we do. Mike, how was your week, buddy? It was good. It was good. We're supposed to get some more snow tonight. It's been a weird uh, northeast, at least here in the New York area. We haven't really had snow. We've had a ton of snowstorms with no snow. So uh, we've been kind of on alert. We've been kind of getting ready for it, prepping, and then nothing. Same thing tomorrow. So I'm kind of dreading work tomorrow. But you know what? It's Friday, and hopefully we won't get any snow over the weekend. Then I'll be able to enjoy myself. On a, on a quick note, I think you guys saw during earlier this week, I want to give props to one of our Disney Dad family people, and that would be Michael Hendra from Hendra Tattoo. Oh, yeah. Me up with yeah. a super cool Disney tattoo. I told you guys I was going to get it done. For you yeah. guys in the Facebook group that have been able to see the pictures, uh, I had mentioned it on the show that I was going for some Disney ink, and I got Steamboat Mickey. And uh, Michael did an amazing job. He saw my vision. He knew what I wanted. I wanted that 1930 retro, early cartoonish look, and uh, he nailed it. And um, besides that, he's a huge Disney fan, and he's a you know huge uh, part of our Disney dad family. And I know he listens to the podcast, and he's a great guy. It was it was nice to be able to talk two or three hours of Disney while I was getting uh, put through the 
through the ink. And uh, good time. Yeah, and, and I'm really appreciative. If anyone's in the Pennsylvania area and you want a Disney tattoo, I would certainly say check out Mike Hendrick because he's a super nice guy. He's a Disney dad. And uh, listen, he does good work. Yeah, dude, that thing's awesome, man. Absolutely awesome. I do love how he he actually caught the moment of mid-whistle with the leg kicked out to the side. I mean, he he literally took a snapshot of steam of the, of of the show, over the cartoon, and uh, and and did it perfect. It was absolutely a great, great work. Yeah, I think too, man. You not only have you know I'm a, I'm gonna be the Disney nerd here. You not only have something you love, but dude, that's iconic Disney history on your leg now. I mean, that's where mm-hmm. it pretty much a lot of it started right there with Steamboat Willie. I mean, that changed changed animation forever and changed the Disney company forever. So. And I know I'm that's I know that's say. probably exactly what you think when you look at it. That's probably the first thing that comes to mind. <laughs> well, I'm gonna realize on the other side of that leg is where Jack and Sally is. So we're gonna have to maybe go with a Disney leg theme. Maybe add in Beauty and the Beast. Maybe add a little Up. Maybe add a couple other. Maybe a little Lion King. We'll see. Look, Jason, and I can only send you so many uh, pictures of our faces for you to have uh, put on your legs. But we're still waiting, man. Nothing. Haven't seen anything from you yet. It's, it's in the works. Jason, which leg do you works. want? I'll take the right. Maybe it's not going to be a leg. Careful for what we ask for. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, anyways, onto the show. Uh, I tell you what, guys. Before we jump into the show, I we look. We don't talk a lot of Disney news on this show, but I was bombarded with a few topics today that I think we should look at because one, they're super exciting. They have taken the Disney community and set it on fire today with people reacting to this news. And pictures coming out. Uh, have you guys had a chance to check out all the new stuff for Galaxy's Edge that was released today? You know, I have a mixed, I have a mixed emotion when it comes to looking at this stuff because I almost want to go there, be in, you know, go there and be surprised. But I also want to know what I'm getting myself into. And when I keep saying, "Ah, will I do an opening weekend trip? Is it worth it?" The more and more I see these pictures, absolutely, it's going to be worth it. I am so blown over by what what's what this what this has to bring. You know, I wasn't a big fan, honestly, of the whole Avatar Pandora thing at Animal Kingdom, and they knocked it out of the park. I can't imagine what this Star Wars is going to be like. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> Good, don't go. That's one yeah. less person at home. In the line. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, stay Are you home. Kidding me? You dropped it that on my stinks. lap tonight, and because uh, I mean, I was busy. I have been off social media all day, and uh, you dropped that on my lap tonight. I literally was like, "What? What is this?" So I'm I'm blown away by it, guys. It's I think it looks crazy. fantastic. I, I don't know if I'm there with Mike yet with the whole opening weekend. I'm ho- I hope, Mike. I really hope you go, man. I really do because I really want to live vicariously through you. I think the three of us should go. I think you fly to Charleston, we drive down, and the three what, of what us... What weekend is that? Well, we don't know for certain yet, but as soon okay, as we so know... Not, well, and we you know, that might be a possibility, guys. And we drive down just for a weekend, or whenever it is, and yeah. the three of us do two days just in Galaxy's Edge, because it's going to take two days to ride two attractions. Yeah, two days to even like get into Disney World. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Mike, what do you think? I don't know, Mike's like, I kind of wanted to do this I, by myself, guys. No, no, well, I, you know, I know... <laughs> I know the kids would never go for this. There's no way Laura would stay an entire day online for one Star Wars ride. She's not. She doesn't buy into the whole Star Wars thing like I do. I mean, this is my childhood. You know, I'm a kid that you know was born in the '70s and grew up in the '80s. This is this is everything that my childhood dreamed of. You know, so I don't mind waiting an entire day for one ride and uh, to check out the whole area. So it's certainly a possibility. See, here's my luck though. I would wait all day for the um, the alien saucer spin and just like pick the wrong one. Yeah. 
So I would just trust you guys to do the uh well, we would the do leg both. work on it. We'd do both. We'd do one one day, one the other. And then we would just experience the park outside of that. Well, it's uh I think it's gonna be a it's gonna be a fantastic thing. We could even probably pull it off that probably food and wine be going on around the same time. Oh my gosh. Why man, do you, you keep just why do you say things <laughs> like that? You are enablers. <laughs> he man. really you guys is. are enablers. Hey, remember it was Mike when we were here that said after we had had a few beverages said, We should all get tattoos tonight. Mike's yeah, an enabler, I'm telling him, you, he is. You gotta you gotta watch out. Uh hey, but you know, we, we find out a few we get a few more renderings from Star Wars Rise of the Resistance. Um you know, seeing a little bit more about that and uh, the Millennium Falcon smugglers run and just I, I, I'm blown away by those. But that's not what I want to talk about with you guys tonight, because if anyone knows anything, if you listen to any of these shows, the three of us, we go to Disney for one huge reason, and that's food and drinks. Mm-hmm. Ogus Cantina. Yep. Guys, the, <laughs> I mean... This is ridiculous when you start looking at the specialty drinks and the food. Let's start with the drinks. Uh, Mike, what's standing out to you that you've seen so far with these drinks? Uh, There was two drinks that I saw that were probably the must ones that I would try, and that would be the Fuzzy Tauntaun. I would definitely have to try that, and the Bloody Rancor. Uh, They just look awesome. Uh, But I'm also a big margarita fan, so maybe the Outer Rim, which Mm -hmm. is a margarita with a black salt rim. That sounds pretty cool. Uh, I don't even know where to begin. I'd love to try every single one of them, but I probably wouldn't remember by the third or fourth one. Uh, Jedi Mind Trick. I mean, how cool is that? and I wonder, what is this, the botanical flavors. I wonder if they use, like, uh, what's that alcohol, the absentine? Oh, the absinthe? Yeah. yeah. I wonder if they use that for the, because it does, that's supposed to make you hallucinate or Well, I think that's things. illegal Isn't in the United myth? States. Like, you can, no, you can you drink, can wormwood. Well, well, you can drink absinthe, but I don't think you can get the part to put into it, right? Is that the part? Oh, I don't know. But no, that would be cool if it was a Jedi mind trick. It'd come out of there all Dude, mine's, mine's the, um, <laughs> the I, think it's, I think it's the spear and uh, calf, spiron, is that what it is? You see what I'm talking about? The one that's it's yeah. smoking? Yep. yep. Oh, yeah, smoking. that looks fantastic, doesn't that, it? That looks silly. That's absolutely insane. Is that dry ice that they're popping in there? I guess so. That's yeah. awesome, dude. Um, you know, the girl, the girls went to that sugar factory place, and the girls had a drink with dry ice, and it was pretty cool. It was one of those bubbly, you know, smoking over kind yeah. of things. I'm sure it's something similar to that. You know me and my glow cubes, You, you man. love I'm them, going dude. with the cantina mix. Did you that know thing a, looks fantastic. Did you notice I mailed you some this past time? I did. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, I did. <laughs> we have so many of them here at home. Uh, but not only that, I mean, non-alcoholic drinks, too. I mean, Katie, Katie doesn't drink. She's not, she's not a huge drinker. But they have a ton of cool stuff for people who enjoy non-alcoholic. I mean, you're not just they're not just catering to people who drink. I mean, stuff like the uh, Carbon Freeze, which is mm-hmm. the same. I mean, it's got that, that freezing, uh, smoking effect. It looks like it's got some boba balls in it. And, um, yeah, man. Interesting, interesting drinks. I love it. Oh, wait a minute. Are you going to try, wait, you gonna try the blue milk? Yeah, no, definitely. The no. blue bantha? Yeah, no. no, no. Did you see Jay? It's not even milk though. No, 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 no. What I'm saying is, is I I chose a non-alcoholic drink. How silly was that? Oh, you did. Oh, just what? based on marketing of the glow cube. That just doesn't make any sense. <laughs> so I take it back and I choose any of the ones above that. Yeah. Well, you know my story about the glow cube, and I think I've told it on a previous episode, and I'll make it 15 seconds. We're on Disney Cruise. Katie, first Disney Cruise I ever did, Katie goes, I want all the colors for the glow cubes. And we're at Skyline. And so I ordered every single drink they had over a four-day cruise. 
uh, was completely felt awful and uh, got her all these glow cubes. And it wasn't until the last night the bartender said, yeah, they changed colors. You just push the, bo- <laughs> the, bu- the button on the bottom. So, you know, learn my lesson. So there's for the Disney family. Learn your lesson early. Oh, that's awesome. No, it looks fun, guys. It really does. Mike, I think I'm more excited for you, man, because, I mean, out of, out of all three of us, I'm a huge Star Wars guy, but you're like, it, it's like in your blood. Like, you're a major, major super fan, you know? So oh, I'm, I'm, I'm... Super super fan is definitely the word. I mean, this is this is, this was my childhood. This is what I grew up on. This was, this was it for me. This was my favorite movie of all time. Oh, I can't so wait. When you look at movies that changed your life, like for me, Jurassic Park's that movie. Because it was the first time I went to the movie and saw something bigger than life on the screen. And would Star Wars fall fall that for you? Was that the first time? Did you see it in theaters? You, you, yeah. Well, no. Because uh, in the 70s, I said I think I've said it before. My yeah, father had, had this projector. Like, oh, one of that's right. The yeah, yeah. We used to watch it in the house. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Well, that's how we watched Star Wars. And then Empire Strikes Back, I believe, was in the movie theater. And then I know Return of the Jedi was because I was in third or fourth grade. But that movie affected me so much that I wanted to be a pilot when I grew up. So I even went to an aviation high school to be a pilot when I was really? in my high school. I didn't my know career. that. So I'm learning so stuff about all, you. Yeah, so the aviation high school is where I went to. And uh, I wanted to be a pilot, and I went to get my private pilot license, mm-hmm. and I went to get my, my mechanics license to be a mechanic for the airlines. And I was this close to joining the Air Force, and then I wound up, you know, a job after job, and, you know, long story short. But, uh, but yeah, no, it... I, it, it I wanted to be a pilot in the worst way after watching those movies, and uh, I did a lot of flying as a kid in, uh, in private planes, and I went for my private pilot's license. Nice. Did you know I taught my dad how to fly? Did I ever tell you that? No. I didn't no. know this. Yeah, I sold I sold a 172 on my 16th birthday, and then um, we bought ultralights, and then I taught my dad how to fly ultralights. So... That's a little tidbit of Who would have known after all these years we're still learning things about each other? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love. I love. I love everything about flight, man. I could. I could be up in the air all day long. Unfortunately, my pocketbook at Pizza Hut only allowed me to, to get a couple hours in at eighty-five dollars an hour. Well, uh, speaking of flight, um, something that makes me really—that's going to sound really weird, really high and and uh, happy—is the food too. Oh my gosh! Uh, so, what's your take on when you're looking at the food uh, offerings there? Because for me, this—if it's going to be a quick service. Looks like it's going to be the most high-end quick service on Disney property. It looked very similar to me to the Satouli Katine, which is over in uh, Animal Kingdom. And uh, very similar when it comes to the presentation and what it looks like. But my, I th- maybe, I mean, listen, they haven't said what it's going to be yet. Maybe they'll do something similar to Be Our Guest. Maybe they'll Ooh, do a maybe, quick serve yeah. in the afternoon and maybe uh, sit down at night. I don't know. Um, I'm sure they're going to have the whole mobile ordering thing. I'm just hoping there's going to be a lot of chairs to sit. Um, you <laughs> Yeah, that would be nice. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Woody's Woody's toy box, you know, Woody's uh, lunchbox, you know, the, yeah. Woody's lunchbox is uh, is you know one of the best places for food in Hollywood Studios, and you can't get a table. So uh, I'm hopefully that this will have a nice big indoor area, so during those hot summer August days, you can really enjoy that quality food that they have. Now, is this going to be the only restaurant at Galaxy's Edge? No. Okay. No, nope. there's going to be uh, another quick service. Um, called ronto roasters and it's a pod racing engines engine uh that serves barbecue okay yep right. and uh so they're it's gonna be a little smaller um and then they're also gonna have the milk stand which is where you're getting your blue and green milk and what's cool is they went to lucasfilm to see how they made it and lucasfilm said you get to write the story so they they're saying hey 
you 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 come up with it on your own. But what's cool is, you know, a lot of people are like Riley doesn't do really well with lactose. And um for her, she, you know, we would kind of stay away from that, especially on a hot summer day. They decided to make all the um blue milk plant-based so everyone can can enjoy it. You know, it's it's not it's not an actual milk. It's lactose free. Is it is plant-based? Does that mean like almond milk? Or Probably. I'd say it's like almond milk or cashew or soy milk or something. Soy, yeah. Like that, so, you guys, okay. Something like that. And then you've also got Cat Saka's Kettle, which is going to be a popcorn uh, spot. And they're offering a savory, spicy popcorn snack. Okay. Um, do you really want to drink milk on a hot August day? Do you though? want butterbeer? I do, but that's yeah. kind of cool and yeah. no, same thing. They, they, uh, it's uh, like I don't. I I've had one butterbeer and I'm like, yeah, one's enough. You know what I mean? I think it's more of the experience and it's the photo op of getting it and then yeah. having your photo. You know, in some of these places with with the blue milk. Jason, yeah, would you drink probably. it? Probably. You seem like a you seem like a milk on a hot day kind of guy. No, I um, I, in, in fact, I mean, I like look if milk is ice cold, I'll drink it. You know, like with dinner or something like that, but. I, I'm not going to just, after mowing the yard, going to go pour a glass of milk. <laughs> the thought of it kind of just... Um, that sounds awful. Um, it does. It's, it's heavy. Just, it yeah. is. Yeah, it's just, it's not It's not for me. So I don't know. I mean, plant-based, I don't know, guys. I, maybe if it's more like a milkshake, you know, uh, I, I, don't I don't... We're going to have to try it, though. We're going to have to try it. So I don't know. We'll, I'm, we'll I'm get up it in about that. We'll get one, we'll get one with I'm three not, straws. I'm not... I just don't find it very appealing. Like even having this talk with you is kind of making me uncomfortable. Like I'm, I'm kind of, uh, like I don't, I don't know. So I guess we'll see. We'll let Mike try it. <laughs> Give sure. it to Mike. I'll save you some. I'll send you some. I'll drink any. Mikey likes everything. I'll drink anything. It doesn't matter. Uh, hey, the other uh, news that I want to talk about, and this is something you guys, I don't think either of you have heard, and this is not news. It's a rumor that's going out, and I want to get your opinion on it. Is Disney is looking at potentially, um having a pay for fast pass for galaxy's edge now they already do this at disneyland with the max pass you know you pay and fast passes would still be available for these attractions on at 60 days without paying but okay. would you pay an extra fee to be able to get a limited number of fast passes on top of that for galaxy's edge if it guarantees me galaxy's edge absolutely yeah me too so let me let me ask you this let me let me just be devil's advocate here okay mm-hmm. Is this going to open up a door, a money grab for Disney to open this up park wide? I, you know what though, I could, I could see them doing it, and I don't have a problem with it as long as they still offer fast passes at sixty days included with your stay. For no, is it going to no be the charge. exact same? Okay, let me let me rephrase the question then. So I've got my three fast passes for um, Hollywood Studios. Right. So you're telling me I can purchase an additional three no, no, for no, no. Galaxy's Edge? You would only purchase the ones for the Galaxy's Edge attraction, the two. So that would be your fast. You would purchase like a fast pass for this or a fast pass for that. Now, like I said, this is a rumor, so it's not it's not you know happening. It's not 100%. But on top of that, you'd get your other three? Correct. Yep. You would get your other so three no matter So you could have what. potentially five Correct. fast passes. Yep. I'm okay with that, I guess. Yeah. I, I pay extra when I go to the other park. Well, look, I pay extra to go to After Dark just yeah, to ride 100%. the rides. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I, absolutely, I'm hundred. As long as as long as the playing board is still equal with everybody in the new resorts or with the resort guests I to agree. be able to get their fast passes, and that playing field is the same, I'm completely okay with that. I don't, I don't I don't look over the fact that Disney is a business and a company, you know, and so oh, sure. I don't mind things mm-hmm. like this, especially with something that's that new and is mm-hmm. going to be. Look, this is going to draw people 
from around the world that aren't Disney fans. They're, they don't people that have never right. cared about Disney are going to come to Disneyland and Walt Disney World just for this. Right. I mean, ju- I mean, especially once you get Star Wars Hotel. I mean, that's going to be absolutely insane. So I don't mind them doing this. And to be honest, I wouldn't mind them doing this for the major attractions at all the parks. I I really wouldn't mind. You take two the two best attractions, the two you know that are the hardest to get, and you say that you can purchase for that if you want to. Did they have a price? They don't know. No, it's like I said, it's a rumor. It's not. It's not news. It's it's just a rumor that people are hearing out of Disney. Okay, all right. And the rumors usually mean how much pushback am I going to get? That's exactly what they do. Is Disney throws mm-hmm. this out there to certain people to get yep. ideas of is is this going to fly or not? Listen, I'm I'm okay with this. I'm I'm 100 okay with it. It's um, I don't see it's I, I see it as a, a a great opportunity that if somebody wants to take advantage of it, if I want to give up a signature meal that I do once a trip just to have extra fast passes to ride the stuff I want to ride, I mean it's a wash. Yeah, you know, let me have that choice. I man, I think it's a great idea. I really do. I agree, Mike. My only question: yes. What happens if you go there and there's a ride problem that day? When there's a closure, do you get a refund on your money? Probably, I would say that. Yeah, or or they probably give you an option. They probably, you know, they have the availability to give you a paper fast pass, or, or I mean, not paper fast, a digital fast pass, um, for small for a different day or something. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they'll, they'll figure that out. They'll give you that option. They they have that that there to to deal with. So, yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, I'm I'm excited about Galaxy's Edge. I'm excited about what we're getting out of there. And here's the best part: the more we see, the sooner we see it, yep. we might actually get a late fall opening. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we you know it's whenever you get those just a blackout and you don't see anything coming out of Disney, you go, oh, mm-hmm. I don't know what's going to happen here. <laughs> um, but it's looking like we are actually going to be on time for this, so that's really really exciting. I have seen uh, updated 3D models of. The updates of, of how far along they are, and uh, Disney is uh, they're cranking it out, man. Yeah, they're, they're doing they're cranking it out. It's looking amazing, guys. Speaking of seeing things that other people haven't seen, this is going to get us into our topic tonight. And you were blessed with the opportunity on your last trip to have dinner. Uh, was it dinner or a lunch with an oh, Imagineer? Oh, I had lunch. I had a lunch. With a lunch with an Imagineer. Yep. So you had lunch with an Imagineer, and you've been really really tight lipped about this. You haven't told me or Justin about this, and we talked more than we talk to our wives probably all day, and you haven't led on to anything that went on during that conversation. So this is news for us. Justin and I have a bunch of questions about the whole Imagineering uh, experience you had. So basically, it's the, you know, what we're going to talk about tonight. And uh, I know, Justin, you got a ton of questions, and, I, man, I can't wait to hear about how this worked. But before we get into your experience, Justin, why don't you give a little backstory on the Disney Imagineering? Look, I mean, it's something that Walt had his hands in. You're talking about it. It was created for theme park development of Disneyland, and it was originally known as Walt Disney Corporation, and then it goes to WED Enterprises, which, look, WED is the initials of Walter Elias Disney. Um, The cool part about Imagineering is the term was come up with for Imagine and Engineering, and they combine the two, and they come up with this term, and it wasn't until... Uh, in the late 1980s that they actually trademarked the term. So Disney, that, that term was out there for anyone to grasp onto all the way up until the late 1980s. And um, Walt Disney Imagineering, it starts and is formed by Walt Disney on December 16th, 1952, uh, like I said, with Disneyland in mind. And even though Roy, Roy at the time, he said, nope, we're not doing it because he was afraid of what the stockholders would say. 
Um, but Walt said, no, we need this. We need to be able to progress people and, and have, have one place to where we can pass all our ideas through to make all of, all of our dreams come true. So I, I, you know, I don't want to go into too, too much detail. Maybe we'll do a, um, walking with Walt whole episode just on, uh, the history of Walt Disney Imagineering, but it's a really fascinating journey from the beginning until now of what this has become. And Jason, you had the opportunity to sit down with an Imagineer and have a fantastic dining opportunity or a dining experience. We want to hear all about it. So start us from the second you. Uh, let me tell you what. Start us with booking it. One. Um, how did you go about it? Uh, and and uh, was it easy availability? Things of that nature. Okay. Now let's let's let's. I'm gonna pre- preface. I'm gonna preface this right now with. Um, it, what I did was nothing special that nobody can't do. So the reason we're having this show is because I want to let everybody know that every single person that's listening to this that makes it to Walt Disney World has this opportunity to sit down with these incredible people and break bread with them, okay? Now, my wife and I, we don't buy gifts for each other too much. And um, what she did is she actually got this. Um, it was actually an anniversary present, which our anniversary is next month. So I, I thought it was Christmas, but she's like, no, that was your anniversary present. So, um, anyways, regardless, um, that was my gift that she got. Now, as far as um, availability goes, it really depends on when you do the booking. Like, we were, for the sake of the show, when we were looking at maybe I was trying to get you guys to uh, to do it right before the cruise. Let's go have lunch yeah. with an Imagineer, right? There was nothing available. I actually uh, sat down with the Imagineer at the Brown Derby, all right? Okay. All right, so looking at price point, it's $89 per person. Plus gratuity of eighteen percent. Eighteen percent. Eighteen percent gratuity, yep. Yep. And, and then, then plus and then tax, tax yeah. and then tax on top of that. I chose to have an alcoholic beverage with mine, so that was uh, an added expense on top of that. Now, when you uh, when you sit down, they take you in the Brown Derby. They take you way back in the uh, back corner room. Guys, you're not sitting around a bunch of people that that are inside the um, the restaurant with you. You're in your own enclosed room. The doors are always constantly closed. The cast members will come in that are going to be your wait staff. Um, they'll always open and close the doors, so you always have that privacy. The food is uh, they come out with a set menu, so you can either you know pick A or B, option A or B, mm-hmm. all the way down the board. Okay, and this is all included in your price of your ticket. Now you do get the food. So at any time, guys, if you want to stop me, then then go ahead. But I'll just I'll just keep going through it, right? So as we sit down, um, you you go ahead and place your order. Now uh, I do want to say this that there's another location that they do the Imagineering uh, meeting also, and that is in um, is it in Epcot? And it's in Grand Floridian. It's at Citricos oh, it's in the Grand, Grand Floridian, Flo. which yeah. is Citricos is one of my favorite restaurants on Disney property. It's really great. Yep. Yep. So um, I'll be honest with you. I really, really, in, um, I, I enjoyed having it at the Brown Derby and having it at this location because you know this this uh, this Imagineer. Now my Imagineer that day, and I think he does quite a few of them. Is um, his name was Dave as well? You know, coincidental. Uh, our tour guy was Dave, and and my Imagineer was Dave. So very, very cool. Uh, now when you're sitting down talking to this guy, I mean, he's got many years with um, with Disney. Now. His now we're starting to get to a point in in our our generational times where the person that was his mentor and taught him was ones that worked hand in hand with Walt Disney himself. See, that's awesome. How, how cool is that? That's amazing. 
you know, it's almost like uh, sitting in the room with this guy, talking to him, it was almost like, you know, Walt's presence was part of that. I mean, how, but, you know, we're starting to, you know, years are slipping by, guys, and, and, and there's going to be this huge gap between, you know, Walt, Walt Disney himself and, you know, like even our kids. And, you know, right now there's still a, a possibility of shaking hands with somebody that actually, you know, worked with Walt Disney or shook his hand. But those days are dwindling every day. You know, we're one step closer to losing these people. So he actually got to um, work with somebody that worked hands-on with Walt Disney himself. And the name escapes me, and I'm sorry about that. As soon as you sit down, uh, he, he is very, very specific. If I cannot answer a question because of whatever legality reasons, whatever, you know, we can't mm-hmm. talk about stuff, I'll be very honest with you and say we can't talk about it. And we'll just move on. You know, I, I I love that candidness. I love that because he's not going to put his job on the line. I mean, this you, he has he has to respect. You know, um, you know he has you know he has non disclosures that that uh, that you know agreements that he can't um, you know go into. Um, one thing I found fascinating was Imagineering, uh, like you were saying with Wed, and then Imagineering uh, is a completely separate entity from the parks. Yeah, hundred percent. And I didn't know this that that when Imagineers put these rides up. They actually sign them over to the manager of that park, and it was like this was fascinating to me. And then there's that that little, and there's like even a warranty that the Imagineers give with that. Um, it was the whole process of this thing was just uh, amazing to me. I mean, look, Disney's a well-oiled machine, but yet I found something very odd was, but there's still a little bit of chaos in between there. Like I'm gonna pull this Imagineer off of here. Because I want you to work on a project over here and how he's working with, with deadlines and working with the construction people. And um, there's a lot of stuff going on. Can I, I want to jump in real fast because you, yeah. you said a perfect word. And it just takes me back to Walt Disney because this is – you said chaos. Mm-hmm. And Walt was a – a lot of the people that worked for Walt you know, didn't like him for this. He was an orchestrator of chaos inside mm-hmm. of the animation studios – because he would walk in and everything would be going smooth, and he would go, "Hey Jason, you really like Mike there, don't you?" He go, "Yeah, we're working great. We're working great, Walt. Everything's going okay. Well, you're going to go over here and you're going to work with Steve. I know you don't like Steve, so you're going to work with Steve, and you have you have butting heads. And he would put you with somebody else that you completely did not because he thought that having chaos created ideas. You know, having people right. that, that sure. butt heads would, would have it is. And it's great to see that that mentality has lasted all these years and is now down the line all the way to Walt Disney Imagineering. It, that's awesome. Yeah, it is um, continually. Like, for example, he just wrapped up his end of the bargain with the new um, space restaurant at Epcot. Oh, that's cool. I mean, within a week, he's already been pulled off. He was just in transition. And I, I want to say he was headed back over to Galaxy's Edge. He worked on um, a lot, a lot in Pandora. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, it's, uh, you know, this is a guy that, you know, I ask him, like, have you ever met Joe Rody? He's like, well, yeah, we'll, we'll sit in the same meetings together. You know, Joe's, Joe's, uh, like, Joe's not an Imagineer. Joe is like. Uh, He's the man. Right. Joe is up there, up there. You know what I mean? Joe is, uh, there's a specific term that he had, and this would be almost like the executive side of, right. of Disney. I mean, Joe is Joe is the man. So, But, you know, for him to be able to work hand-in-hand with him, uh, I found that that incredible. Um, very intelligent. Look, your Imagineers aren't dumb. But you know one thing that this guy uh, was spot on with was um, uh, the, whole, the whole mentality of um, 
having a lot of smart people around you, you know, and, um, you know, and that's, that's something personally I believe in. It's like, if you always have smart people around you, um, you're always going to learn, you know, and um, he was talking very highly of one of his, uh, you know, one of his Imagineer uh, engineers, actually, super, super intelligent guy, and a lot of words of wisdom from this guy as well, and um, it, it, this guy had nothing but um, respect for Disney, uh, the Imagineer himself um, uh, was so informative on all the questions that we had. Now, we were a very small group. We only had four, and, and it was Ooh. very, very nice. There was only four of us. You know what's really funny? And one of them. I'm sorry to interrupt. That? I just yeah. literally wrote down how many people, because I didn't want to forget to oh. ask you, how many people are in the group? Sure. And I did not I mean, expect I you to say four. Of- it's only anywhere from four to twelve, or it's anywhere up to twelve. Yeah. And it was a very, and he was very surprised the group was so small. So we, I was very fortunate with that. And uh, there was also a fourteen-year-old kid across the way from me. So you know, me, I'm very, um, and then I also had a, um, uh, I had a, um, I don't want to use this analogy, but this guy was spot on. He was so intelligent. He works with um, robots, robotics, and it's with a, um, a children's. Um, franchise and, and and it's a big down in Florida but he um he did um robotics super nice guy but it was like like extremely intelligent like uber intelligent mm-hmm. you know so him their wavelengths were um a little bit you know <laughs> trust me i understand i don't, with, you don't have to explain the, the intelligence the, part i, I you know, get if, it yeah. well if the xy servo was made out of titanium and you kind of tweak oh, it at yeah, 160 yeah. you know and he's like yeah. well yeah but i can't talk to you about that because of patents and he's like oh okay well we and i'm like I'm looking at the you know the other people like so how's your steak? <laughs> <laughs> that would be me too, man. But but they were they were su- but he was but he was super informative and everybody in there was incredible, man. Super. This is a super nice guy. In fact, he looked over at me. He says, "I think my wife listens to your podcast." So there's my shout out um, to uh, to him, and I don't remember his name. But um, anyways, uh, the 14 year old kid. Look, I I kind of went in knowing what I wanted to ask right off the bat. So I spent a lot of the time, like, I don't want to say like this, this 14 year old, but what if, what if that was my son? What if that was my son and a golden opportunity here who loves Disney, loves Imagineering? So I directed a lot of the questions to him. I'm like, you know, Dave, what, what would you recommend this guy do? Um, you know, if he wants to pursue a, a you know, an Imagineering, you know, um, you know, and it's like, well, definitely grades and, and stuff like that. You know, this is, you know, I, I guess, I guess this is one of those, um, those moments where I'm just like, I would love if this kid took the time to really want to sit down here and love Disney and sit down with Imagineer and he's an intelligent kid. You know, um, I wanted him to get the most out of it because for me, it was just general knowledge, guys, and experience. This kid right here could be the CEO of Disney someday. You know, so I really wanted him to come away with that, with uh, a ton of information. And um, we really had a good time because, you know, it was just a journey that we both had, uh, you know, all four of us had. Um, his mom was sick, so she couldn't make it. So grandma jumped in right away, came with him. But um, overall, I'm kind of rambling here, guys, but uh, it was really a really cool experience. Well, I'll tell you what. Now, I, ahead, know he, I know he was handcuffed with a lot of the stuff that he could say. Yep. Did he speak on any of the particular projects? Did he speak about anything in particular, upcoming, a little sneak peek? You know, it's just the three of us talking now. I mean, you can tell us. I mean, <laughs> right, no right. one's going to know. No one's going to know This us. thing doesn't you know, go. You know. It's cool. Yeah. He was we don't have, we don't have any extremely... Um, he was extremely informative on the ins and outs of how Imagineering works who he works with, the engineering side of the house, how all that stuff ties together. 
As far as your question goes, um, I you know he was very very um, cautious when it came to any uh, under the radar stuff. There, I mean, Mike, I didn't get any magic bullets thrown my way, man. I didn't even get any breadcrumbs thrown my way where, you know, you really need to. Uh, I just, I didn't, and I tried pulling stuff from him too, man. But he was pretty tight lipped. That's right. So. We'll, we'll beat this out of you, but tell him we're off here. Um, <laughs> you're gonna feel like you're being, you're being perjured. You're being the grand jury's calling I'm, you in I'm right now. To, I'm about <laughs> here, to turn the white light on. You ready? <laughs> uh, I tell you what, I want to know something about uh, coming off Mike's question is, was he was he more able to? discuss in detail about things that have already been opened. Let's say like Toy Story Land, things mm-hmm. like that. Was he was he more able to go into details about things that people have seen than of course hundred percent. Okay. That's what I was wondering. Yep, very, yep. And 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 the hundred percent and when I when I was talking about the um the signing over the stuff to the park, we were specifically talking about Slinky Dog. Yeah. Because he was working on that. So So how's that work? They actually they I, I'm guessing Disney Imagineering owns the attraction uh, yep. until it would be like building a house, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. own, you know, they're responsible for it until up to the point of signing the actual document and then the yep. park takes it over. Okay. Then the park takes it over. Yeah. It's a completely separate entity, you know, and I thought they were all intertwined together and, um, and they're not, they're like separate, like, you know, I mean, just all different signatures on the checks, man. Yeah, it's, of course. Uh, it's an incredible process. So, um, the, uh, if for example, Let's say Slinky Dog ran into a problem, and it was an engineering problem. You know, Imagineering would, could come in, and they would go in, and they would... I mean, Imagineering's not just, hey, let's dream something. This is, let's dream it and build it. Well, look, it's Imagineering. It's Imagine, and with engineering, put together. Absolutely. And right, so, 100%, I mean, it's, yep. that, that's what they are, um, which is which is really, really cool. It's actually, there's a term for that, um, and it was introduced in the 1940s. I'm going to nerd out people. It was introduced in the 1940s, um, and it is called Portamontau. Okay. Now I'm I'm butchering the 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 verbiage, and that's there was the combining of words, and Imagineering is one of those. So yeah. Okay. Enjoy that, people. Use that yeah. you, use that on trivia night sometime. Port so, Port to Montau. You you said there was a warranty on it. Yeah, they do like a, a one year um, warranty where because the thing is, is Mike is everything's based on budget. You know, if I'm misspeak, speaking here, then Disney can correct me, but everything's based on budget. You know, the Imagineering got the budget to build this thing. They're handing over the park. Now, the park has a budget that they have to um, maintain, like with man hours and, and labor and, and, and waste with food and all that other stuff, right? So th- it, within that one year, if something is you know, structurally wrong or, or you know, there's some, something that's wrong, then you know, they're, they're not going to eat the, the repair costs and stuff like that. That's going to come back to Imagineering to fix it. So the Yeti? Ooh, that's a good <laughs> question. That broke down after a year, though. For like a year and a day. Well, that's it's gosh, that's like what warranty. happens to every car I own, right there. That's it. I just heard. I heard there was some other. I heard some stuff about that. In fact, we did talk about the Yeti. Wasn't there some foundation issues? So the problem is the Yeti is built into the mountain. So yep, right. and as the mountain settled, and now the Yeti mm-hmm. is <laughs> the Yeti doesn't work. The problem is they would have to rip off half the mountain to get the Yeti right. out to fix him. So that's why the Yeti has never been fixed. Right. And that's uh, I think we did talk about that over over lunch. So um, the uh, you know I was pretty hard on the Brown Derby when I ate there the first time. Yeah, I want to hear your opinion on on, on Look, the food. Listen, that's one thing that I'm gonna say. Like all three of us are gonna say over and over again, we're not gonna lie to you. 
if something's nasty or bad, we're going to, we're going to, because we're going to hold, you know, either Disney's feet to the fire or my experience was not up to par. I mean, I'm not going to, and my first experience at the Brown Derby was atrocious. So I was very, actually, guys, I was very leery about even eating lunch there again, Mm -hmm. you know? The steak was spot on. It was was on point. It was fantastic. Uh, My service, our service, you know, our uh, cast member that was our waitress, she was phenomenal. What a really nice lady. Um, Very courteous to everybody. She's, it's, it's, you know, it's not her first rodeo with the Imagineers. Um, Dave, usually, uh, you know, the comments were made were like, Dave, do you want me to just bring you to go boxes? Because a lot of the times he doesn't, he's talking so much, he doesn't have time to eat, you know, so he has to bring his, his, stuff home and and eat it later or whatever so um you know i mean it's it's uh you know justin i think you made the the comment like ooh, boy you got to bring brown derby home for a lunch bag you know what it's i mean it's like me. what, a, what a terrible meal yeah, that's exactly. gonna be right so um it was really good man it was good so i i give them i give them look it, for the price point guys i think it was i think it was worth it now i got bombarded with messages and inquiries and you know, I really want to get this for my son. I want to do all this other stuff. I, without a doubt, 100%, if the person that you want to purchase this for is remotely interested in sitting down with a Disney Imagineer, do it. Without a doubt. It is worth it. Trust me. Um, these guys are professionals. They're intelligent. They're super fun. Um, they're, they're really a, a great, great group of people and I cannot recommend this enough. So for all those people that have just bombarded me, I want you to just go ahead and do it and, um, and then tell me about it, you know, either, either call into the show or send me a private message, you know, email me, you know, let me know how it went. I really, really want to know. Um, the food was point on point, you know, it was, everything was good guys. I don't have one. I don't have one complaint about the whole thing. Fantastic. Mike, you have any other questions? Uh, yeah, one more quick question. Was there any particular question you asked where he said, I'm not talking about that? Did that even, did, I, I know he said that at the beginning of the, you know, to preface everything. Was there anything that came up where he was just like, nah? I Maybe about, about 10 that. or 12 <laughs> times. <laughs> right. Yeah, I did. I was really, I was really kind of pushing, man. I was like, um, I started digging into Galaxy's Edge. Yeah. And then I wanted to get into, um, I wanted to get into like the new space restaurant, even though it's it's almost done. Um, I wanted to get into uh, you know I wanted to talk about some ratatouille. I mean, I was really like, we're not talking about that. I can't talk about Golly, that. Golly, that'd be we're the hardest part about this. So is I was being, like, you know? I'm just waiting for him to slip up, you know. Right. And then at the end, he's like, so what podcast are you? And I'm like, well, the he's like, you're gonna get me fired, right? I'm like, absolutely not. <laughs> Anything that we talked about is I, I'm I'm not I'm 100% not going to misrepresent you at all. He was absolutely um, tight-lipped about anything that he shouldn't have been talking about, and he was very clear about that. You don't you didn't feel dumb asking it, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because he was like, oh, we're not talking about that. And then you just move on. You know, it was just, you don't feel like, oh, God, I keep asking those questions. No, I was, I'm like, yeah, well, what about this? <laughs> we're not talking about that. Was there a Disney lawyer just sitting in the corner <laughs> that would just raise his hand? <laughs> just go, <laughs> Mm-mm, nope, Mm-mm, nope. Nope, 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 ah, nope, yeah, nope, nope. I, you know, wouldn't be, wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. The guy probably going to work going like, oh, man. He's probably got a, he's, <laughs> he's probably got a buzzer in his pocket, and it just, <laughs> every time you're at Jason's ass, you know, stuff like that. I, I get him. I get him to talk. Yeah, but you know what, guys? I'm going to tell you what. Justin, Mike, I think you guys really, really enjoy that because it was really a great experience. I really do. And it would be fun, Mike, after Galaxy's Edge is up and running 
you know, if you would be able to experience this. And then you could drill them questions about some stuff that you want with the whole being a Star Wars nerd. Can we? Oh, absolutely. Can, can we? Can we go into the fact though? If I went with Mike, that I would just crawl into the table uncomfortable because Mike would just be like. You're gonna tell me. You're gonna tell me right now, and I would just be like, <laughs> "Hey, uh, I know you got a horse." <laughs> oh, I would just cringe under the table. Oh no, um, <laughs> uh, guys. Mike's got a way of persuading. He you, definitely. Let me tell he you. definitely. We almost does. got tattoos. Come on now. He definitely does. Uh, Jason, thanks so much, dude, for for taking us on this journey yeah, through absolutely. through My your pleasure, through your lunch. It's uh, something Mike and I've been wanting to talk to you about, and every time we bring it up, you go, "No, no, no, no. we'll save it no. for a show. We'll save it for a show." You know, things like that. Now that we heard everything about your uh, wonderful lunch with an Imagineer, let's get a word from our sponsors. Jamie, can you think of a better time than right now to go to Walt Disney World? With so many unique and exciting things for you to discover at all four theme parks, this year more than ever is such a terrific time to visit. You can enjoy sun, fun, and savings when you stay in the middle of the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. New things are coming to Walt Disney World this year, and you need to get there now. New in 2019, get ready to explore the all-new Star Wars A Galaxy's Edge at Walt Disney World. This is your chance to live out your Star Wars story and discover who you truly are in a galaxy far, far away. Make sure to get a hold of us at Away With Me Travel at show at awaywithmetravel.com for all of your travel needs, and we can get you in the middle of all of the magic that Walt Disney World has to offer. And remember, keep on traveling. Keep on traveling, guys. We're excited to announce our partnership with the Magic Candle Company. Their theme park and resort-inspired scents will help you keep a Disney in your home every day. Whether it's relaxing at the Contemporary, enjoying the gray stuff, it's delicious, or watching the flowers bloom in the Tiki Room, the Magic Candle Company can transport you to the happiest place on Earth. So head over to themagiccandlecompany.com backslash discount backslash Disney Dads or use the promo code Disney Dads to save 15% at checkout. Go now and order your candles to be experiencing that Disney magic in your home today. All right, guys, listen, trivia time. I hope my trivia question was fun and everybody got it. I hope uh, from the from the littlest one all the way up to Grandma sitting over there uh, rocking out to um, some Disney music. I hope she got it as well. And, um, guys, the answer was... Boo. Mike? Two. Boo. To you. Isn't that crazy that no matter what you do with that song, you reverse it, you speed it up, you slow it down. There is it is such an iconic song that your your mind immediately gets it. That is such a that's such an earworm, guys. I love that's probably one of my most favorite songs in the whole world. Now you get the earworm of me instead. So uh, let me give a shout out to a couple people who got it right. I have the McSheffrey family. You got it right with Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Parade. Or boo to you, actually. Uh, Emmett Moore nails it. Uh, Brent H. got it. Uh, Rick Reagan nails it as usual. And, of course, we have Evan Laundry, the trivia guy himself, nailing it as well. Thank you, everybody, who contributed. For those of you that texted in a little bit late, I'm sorry I didn't get to you. So let's go on. You know what? Mike had an incredible idea. And um, he's like, hey, listen, what if we did um, a quote from a movie? So I want you guys to listen real close. I'm not going to mess with it at all. This is straight up just exactly how it is. And I want you to tell me. What Disney movie, cartoon, Pixar, whatever, this is from. Ah! Walk the plank. What did the bird say? 
And you can text your answers to 317-WDW-DADS. That's 317-939-3237. While you're at it, do us a favor. Head over to our website, www.disneydadspodcast.com. There you can find the links to all of our social media accounts. Uh, you can also find our emails. I want to give a huge shout-out to uh, an email that we got this week. It was so nice. And there's sometimes that, guys, even though you guys uh, enjoy the show and we love that you guys enjoy the show, sometimes it's your emails to us and your kind words that just we absolutely it lifts our day and, and we absolutely love this. And I want to thank Ryan, Danielle, and Summer from Australia. Thank you so, so much for the awesome email we got. And uh, we're definitely looking into doing something exactly like you were talking about on that email. So uh, we can't wait to interact with you more and to talk to you about your Disney passions. Thank you so much and have an awesome, awesome, magical day there in Australia. I made it to Adelaide and then I made it to Sydney. And, um, uh, what what a uh, what a long plane ride, let me tell you. Um, really, uh, the, walking the Sydney Harbor, you know, uh, when you got the Opera House there, mm-hmm. the Sydney Opera House, when when you see something like that, that's such an iconic building, and when you see it in person, it's like, wow, I I can't believe I'm here. You know, I got some really great pictures. Um, so to get you know to get a message from our friends from down under, well, what a what an incredible thing. Because not only here's the thing is is they they immediately took me back in time and, and, and just like dug up a memory that, you know, memories that I had going to Australia that I haven't thought about in years. Did you, when you were in Sydney, did you make sure to go to 32 Wallaby Way? I did not. Oh, you got to go 32 Wallaby Way. This was, this was the first about, thing I thought of. Yeah. about 15 years ago, <laughs> man. It's, uh, it's, it's, you know, is it even an address? Oh, that's a great question. Maybe. I'll tell you what, I'm we're, sure we're, that we're, person is not happy about that, if it is. We're, 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 we're going to throw that out to, to Ryan, Danielle, and Summer and see if that's actually an address in Sydney. Yeah, 32 Wallaby So way. anyways, thanks guys from Down Under. You know how much love we have for Australian people. Uh, Australian people. Let <laughs> 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 me change that. You know how much love we have for Australians. And um, and listen, I didn't get an op. You said you wanted to go to New Zealand. Yeah, and, really um, bad. And I, uh, like, like. You know, it was one of those moments where I, I you know, ever those moments you just like, man, I wished I would have. It was like $150 round trip I could have jumped from oh. uh, Sydney to uh, New Zealand um, just to go for two days and then came back. Because I was there for 14 days, I think, yeah. in Australia. And uh, and I didn't do it, man. And I'm just, I'm so, um, so my question for these guys before we move on is, where in Australia are you guys? Yeah, no doubt. They didn't say. I want to I come visit and then I want to jump a plane in New Zealand because I'm a massive Lord of the Rings fan. Here we go down a rabbit hole, okay? Massive Lord of the Rings fan and so I want to go to Hobbiton and uh, and go to the Shire. Because, hey, listen, there's not too many places on earth where I feel like a tall person and the Shire might be one of them. So I just want to <laughs> go and have my moment in the sun to, to enjoy it, so. I think that would be a great idea. So um, I could honestly say all of us going to Australia sometime. I like it. So, all right. Anyways. Well, since they were able to reach out to us on email, one of the other ways you can reach out to us would be on Facebook. And one of the favorite things on Facebook is my favorite thing of the week, and that would be Pictures of the Week. Picks of the Week. Picks of the Week. Time for us to get our picks of the week. Dude, I don't know how this has been like the week of pictures. I mean, listen, we have fantastic weeks of pictures every week, but this week, oh my God, between all of these special celebrations and kid pictures and weddings and baby announcements, man, I don't even know what to start. We could do a whole episode just on what an amazing week of pictures, trip recaps. Uh, I don't even know where to start, but. I'm going to put Jason on the spot, and you got to start first. <laughs> Come on. 
gotta be kidding me, dude. Um, after you just set me up like that and was like, what? Okay, so, um. This is impossible. This is, this is, you know what, guys? I'm going to be honest with you. This is one of those impossible weeks. How do you just pick one? There are so many of them. I kind of want to just throw them in a pile and. No, pick yours. Let's see it. Justin, I'm, I think that, uh, it would be a disservice for me not to allow you to go first. Um, thanks so much. I really appreciate it. Uh, this week I am, instead of doing my pick week, I'm going to let Mike go first. Me? Well, all right. So if I had, well, all right. I'm going to start with my one of my top ones this week. One of our very good friends, Charmaine Failer, has announced a new baby's coming soon. Oh, so, uh, awesome. So, yeah, she threw pictures up there. And the pictures of her son, not too happy about having a, you know, being the big brother and possibly having a little brother or a sister. Those pictures were adorable. So I'm absolutely going to start with that. And that's going to be one of my first picks of the week. That's so exciting. I mean, I, I had the absolute pleasure of meeting uh, Charmaine and her family at Disney, and they're just such great people. They're absolutely amazing. So so happy for you guys. What a, what a great announcement. Thank you for sharing it with us. Uh, I, am, I am still at a loss for words on what, how in the world I'm going to make a pick this week. Great. I'm going to pick Robert Parker. Robert Parker did a, uh, you know, and I think um, the whole, uh, I think what he was kind of doing was throwing a little 99999 club dig at me. <laughs> just a little bit, just a little bit. But hey, listen, he had a great trip. Um, it was a, a birthday weekend, and he also listen. He also uh, uh, gave uh, you um, and away with me travel. You with, uh, with some love on hooking him up with some stuff, man. Great dude, yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah, I was trying to help him out last minute, and it's just the the availability on a race weekend is very very tough. And uh, he is um, he's uh, one of our fantastic. Um, we absolutely love our military here, and he's in the military, and and so thank you for your service, and and yep. Um, anyways, Robert is just, I mean, uh, he's just an animal when it comes to the races. Good for you, man. I'm glad you guys had a great trip down there. Absolutely love it. It was so, it was so great to talk to you a little bit and, uh, get to know you a little bit. I look forward to getting to know you a lot more, you and your, you and your family. Um, my pick of the week is a newer member and it's the second time he's posted. Um, and I, I loved both these posts and it's Steve Reek and he's posting about his custom Disney vest and he says, uh, he does different patches and different pins for his vest. Dude, that's unbelievable. How cool is that? Did you see it? I did see that, Justin. Uh, fantastic. I mean, the guy's got quite the collection going on there. Um, and and like you said, new member. So, Steve, welcome. Welcome to the family. Another picture of the week that I can't get over is David Griffith's picture of his daughter running the marathon. Uh, it looks like a complete natural. I mean, she's uh, sprinting along. She's got her little bib on, and uh, she looks fantastic. I mean, yeah, I never would have thought of getting the kids involved in the Disney Marathon weekend, but obviously that's a great idea, and uh, it's really cool. Uh, one more thing that I wanted to, before I forget is we had quite a few birthdays this week. Uh, Jen Kroger's daughter turned 11, and also Jim Ronofsky, yep. his daughter Reagan had a birthday this week as well. So she's nine years old, Reagan, and uh, happy birthday to you two as well. Happy birthday, girls! Happy birthday! I'm gonna give one. I'm gonna give a couple shout outs in there really fast. Katrisha Taylor couple? with the yeah. I'm just gonna do this. I'm pulling at you uh, with the um, pearl. Th- three shots of rum. Love it. Absolutely love it from Trader Sam. Wait, 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 wait. You can't wait. Hang on a second. I responded to that and I never got a response. I don't remember seeing that. Oh anywhere. yeah, the pearl's been there forever. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Three shots of rum. There is sometimes you're so close with people that. You feel like they're family, and that's the Zobels for us. We absolutely love the Zobels. Thank you so much for taking us on your journey, taking us through all of your things. 
I could start to pick one picture, but it, we would literally this episode would last mm-hmm. so long it would it, people would turn us off and throw their phones out the window after hearing our voices for that long. Scott, you and your family are really amazing, man, and we are so honored and happy to have you as part of our Disney family. And buddy, we can't wait to get to spend time with you in July on the Disney Ads Podcast Cruise. Lee, I agree 100%. Scott's an amazing guy. I've really gotten to know him over the last uh, month or so, and it's uh, been a great. It's been fun. It's been a lot of fun. Um, I, I my last shout out is I got to give this out to Dave Barron, and uh, he had. Did you see the pictures of him and his son taking down the train set? Yeah, yeah, I did. And you know, and it's like it's one of those moments where this is probably one of the most. Um, you know, the ones that sticks out to me the most. It's, you know, time is running out when your 13-year-old suggests that we take the train set down. Many years of enjoyment, but time catches up. I just hope he takes the memories with him. Could you not just, like, feel what he was writing? Yeah. It, you know, it's like, it's just closing that chapter in life and a new one comes up. And, um, man, I'm right there with you, man. It's just, uh, it, it's it embrace those memories right now. And, uh, you know, I'll give you an example. Like my son last night. Like, I've been working a ton of hours, guys. And, uh, you know, I've been getting home, and, and, like, I see him for half an hour, and then it's bedtime, right? And last night, my son was like, um, <laughs> I would put him to bed, and he would get out of bed, and he'd want to sit on the couch with me, and then this and that. And it was finally, I was like, you know what, just come here and fall asleep. You know, just, it, it was just, he just it was missing dad so much. And, you know, it was one of those moments where I was like, you know, I I, uh, I really need to um, focus more on, you know, that that taking advantage of that time with them because i know i'm running out of time guys time's limited man we you and i had this talk not too long ago about you know he's just only so long that you know your kids want to climb in your lap and cuddle so even though at the moment it seems like it might be you know uh you have other things to do taking that moment something i think you'll you'll always cherish and that's you can hear that in his in his i want to say his voice because you can hear it when he when he posts that so um thank you so much guys to the disney family Thank you guys so much. This, I mean, it was absolutely amazing for all of the posts we've had this week. They, the the cool part about our Disney family guys is it's not all Disney. You know these these they these our Disney family share their personal um, not only triumphs but but you know sometimes setbacks with us, and we're all one big family. So I want to thank all of you guys for everything you guys do to make this community it is because it really is, in my opinion the best most positive disney community out there and uh we we can't thank you all enough for that gentlemen it's been a pleasure as usual uh i'm finally glad that i got to hear somewhat of what uh jason's uh imagineer lunch was about Uh, i'm very intrigued by that it's definitely something that i got to think about doing on one of my upcoming trips if i can ever find the time i feel like we're always going on the go from minute to minute but it's definitely something that i want to keep in mind on doing and uh, I was great hearing about your trip, man. It was great to see you guys. Between just us three here for my closing words, Galaxy's Edge is going to be phenomenal. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. Trust me. I know a guy. Hey. I know a guy. Hey, you know what we should do on these on these future shows, guys? It's just tell all the Disney family they shouldn't go because it's going to be awful. <laughs> Let's do it. They're not, they're not listening. You cut this out, Jason. Don't don't put this on there. You know. Okay. All right, yeah. Just tell them not to go. Yeah, tell them not to go because it's gonna. We be... need to start doing that with restaurants Let's too. Do like that. if we're planning a yeah. trip, like it's be okay. it's oh, it's, oh, it's awful. You know what I mean? There's be the three it's of us sitting there. Well, yeah. Make sure to, they, <laughs> they're gonna walk past and they're gonna see our. Family make sure to cut this out. There, you know what I mean? Cut this yeah, out. Of course, hundred okay. percent. Hundred percent. I would do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fellas, I hey, I had so much fun tonight, and I will. Hey guys, I'm looking forward to next week. I always love talking Disney with you guys. Hey, and until next time, 
Good night. Good night, buddy. Good night, guys. Love you guys. From Mike, Justin, and myself, we want to say thank you. And remember, always keep it Disney. Each of us has a dream, a heart's desire. It calls to us. And when we're brave enough to listen and bold enough to pursue, that dream will lead us on a journey to discover who we're meant to be. All we have to do is look inside our hearts and unlock the magic within. Ready to begin. Let the and that's a wrap. This has been YDF Media Productions.